0: God bless you. God bless each of you. I am so happy for every single one of you joining me right, right now. My goodness, here we are. This is our Women's Conference 2021. Woo! Come on, let's rejoice. We're together again, and you know what? It's gonna be a fun-filled night. We got a lot to do in this uh, time together. Um, I hope that you are just as excited as I am. I'm so blessed to have each and every single one of you with me, you know, and I count it an honor. I really would love to know uh, where you're from, you know, where you're tuning in from here. Go ahead and make sure throughout our conference time together you're commenting and and communicating with me. Um, you know, God wants to change our outlook. He wants our entire outlook to just change. And you know what? That can happen in an instant in his presence. Praise God. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. You know, um, this is an awesome time. I want you all to make sure that you invite. Um, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you tell some other ladies even right now. Tell your your friends. Tell them, come on, let's, let's uh, tune in. Uh, Respondency's Women's Conference is on right now and it's only here on this YouTube channel so I'm, I'm thankful for each of you that have subscribed it's a great time to um, subscribe and stay subscribed um, you know put that thumbs up thank you Jesus and let us know that you're you're, you're with us tonight um, you know I really want to know um, you know as, as this conference goes on Um, I want to hear from you. So I want you to start using the hashtag, change your outlook, change your outlook. So hashtag change your outlook. God wants to do a lot in each and every single one of our lives. And I believe that you're here with a heart for God and a desire for God to do a lot of things in your life. And God loves us and he wants to do that. Um, you know, um, we have t-shirts available. That was something I want to make sure that I, you know, communicate with you. Remember, this is a free conference, but I do want to make available to you. Um, uh, you know, we have uh, t-shirts available. We have cups available and it'd be awesome if you show some support and go ahead and, and purchase, Um, You know, go to our bonfire page and make sure that you check out those t-shirts. A portion will go to Resplendency and every little bit helps um, because, you know, we love to do the work of the Lord. There's a lot here that God is asking us to do. And, you know, this event is free for you, but it is, there is a cost here. So, um, but I want to thank those of you that are, that are here with me. Um, I know I'm giving some of you maybe time that maybe you're just tuning in, maybe uh you know just jumping in now i want to thank you thank you thank you i'm going to keep saying praise god and and welcome as you coming on here the theme of this conference you know god put on my heart because you know we were we we've gone through a lot ladies we've gone through a lot over this last year um and god is wanting he he's wanting to Um, cause us to really look inward Um, so much of us are looking outward and God is saying it's time to look inward and I want you to make sure that your heart is ready for that to take place that you allow God to do an inner work and you, you will give him that permission to look inward and have his way tonight in your life changing our outlook will change our perspective um, I looked up the word perspective, you know, and, and it said, it said a particular attitude toward or a way of regarding something. It's a point of view and, um, you know, sometimes we form perspective perspectives based off of attitudes based off of, um, you know, maybe something we've experienced Um, maybe, uh, because of something that we see in the world. Um, so our perspective is affected constantly, you know, the way we're viewing things, the way we are seeing ourselves, the way we see life. And, um, like I said, God is saying, let's, let's take a walk together tonight and let's do an inner, let's look at the inside together. Okay. Okay. Um, so you know, God had us come home over this last year, and I know we're at a place that now, little by little, things are starting to open up, and uh, not just here in America, but throughout different countries, little by little. But you know, we're still dealing with a very serious uh, virus, unfortunately. A lot of you, unfortunately, have been impacted. Uh, whether directly or indirectly, whether it was with a family member, maybe yourself, and you know, uh, a lot of you have unfortunately said this is a real thing. This has been a real battle, um, and it is um, something that you know we were we were caused to go home, you know. And you know, when I was thinking about that and I, and praying and preparing this conference, you know, I felt like God said, "I brought you home for a reason." And there's time, this is a time I, I want to look at what's going on with you at home. What's going on in your home? And, you know, that's something that's a reality and a checkpoint that I think we all came to, you know, we when we came home. You know, maybe some of you were so, uh, it was very difficult, maybe a very difficult adjustment, but God was bringing us home on purpose. You know, God wants our home, God wants us to be in order. And and you know, and that's why I'm saying to you, let's let's keep our hearts open throughout this evening on how God wants to speak to us because there's something about where we could get so comfortable, even with uncomfortable situations. It's amazing. And so, you know, as we are honest with God, as we're honest with ourselves, a lot of things can change. So it's about changing what? Our outlook changes our perspective. And so with all due respect, when we're honest with ourselves and we're honest in the presence of God, because we can't hide nothing from the Lord. And so, if even now God is beginning to highlight things, maybe there are things that you've been kind of pushing aside, and God's been saying, "I want to, I want to have a discussion here." That's what tonight is about. Okay, so I want you to keep your heart open. I want you to keep your 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 mind open, your heart open to the Word of God and what everything that God wants to say today, uh, this tonight. You know, I want I want us to prepare our hearts and our minds to receive from the Lord, okay? Um, God wants to give us His peace, you see? He doesn't want to just give you a peace that passes away. He wants to give you a sustaining peace. And He wants to encourage you right now that in Him, you don't have to lack anything, So right now, if there's any area of your life that you have felt lacking in, that you've been lacking in, maybe you've been feeling discouraged with uh, a lack of of love, a lack of of attention, a lack of support, God is saying, I love you. I support you. Come to me. Isaiah 26, 12, and we're going to get here ready to pray and, and get ready to to worship the Lord here, but I want to read two scripture verses. Isaiah 26, 12 tells us, Lord, you established peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done. Now listen to that. Lord, you established peace for us. So how do we get this peace? It's already established by God. God is the one who, establishes peace in our lives I want you to hear that and I want you to receive that okay and he's saying that he does that with all that he has done so what is he asking of us be still and know that I'm God he's saying will you quiet yourself tonight so you can receive from him quiet everything around you this is an important time you know what? And it's important that we take this time very seriously. So right now, if there's other distractions going on around you, I really am asking you, stay engaged fully in this conference because God wants to do a lot of things tonight in e- with each of us, okay? Nehemiah 9, verses 20 and 21 says, You gave your good spirit to instruct them. So what does God do? God gives the Holy Spirit to instruct us. And it says, You did not withhold your manner from their mouths, and you gave them water for their thirst. God wants to fill us up. God wants to fill us up tonight. Remember, communicate with me. I want you to make sure you're commenting and uh, on right now with me. Let me hear what, you know, amen. Let me know that you're hearing this message that God is ministering to you. Remember that, okay? Hashtag change your outlook, amen? So in verse 21, it said, For 40 years you sustained them in the wilderness. God is our keeper. I want you to think about that, because for some of us, it's been a long time, and maybe it's not only been because it's been through the pandemic, maybe you have felt this battle from even before, okay, and you feel, my gosh, it's been a long time. Battle okay, so but listen to this in verse 21 it says, and this is Nehemiah 9, verse 21, it says, For 40 years you sustained them in the wilderness. 40 years, that's a long time. But who kept them? God, and who keeps us? God, and it says here the second part, so that they lacked nothing. Remember what I just said. God doesn't want us to lack anything. He wants to meet our need, but we've got to let him. Remember, he's doing something from the inside. This is an inner work that God is after tonight, okay? And he says here, their clothes did not wear out and their feet did not swell. That is a testimony in itself. (laughs) Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, you know, I'm excited uh, we're going to have some praise and worship here with uh, Damaris Barco. And Damaris, you know, uh, I thank God for her. Um, God bless her. She's been um, uh, a help here. She's helped us before with worship. And, um, you know, she's, she grew up in church as a little girl. She came to the Lord Jesus Christ. She's, she has served in various church ministries in California and in Florida. And she actually published her first book, The Day I Walk with Jesus. And she's right now currently recording uh, different music and everything. So I'm so proud of her and all that God is doing. God is using her in a variety of ways. And we are so honored to have her here uh, once again to help us with praise and worship. And I want to make sure that each of you join us in praise and worship. Please don't just be a spectator, I want you to worship the Lord. And truly honor his presence. Remember, get away from all distractions and just focus on the Lord tonight with me, okay? Um, So let's pray as we prepare our hearts for praise and worship. Father God, right now, Lord, you want to do so much tonight with our time together. And I want to thank you for every single life that has tuned in, God. And God, I pray that Lord, that you will meet them right now, right where they are. They will sense your presence. They will be filled with your presence. There will be a place of surrender tonight in their lives. God, they will turn everything over to you. And even now, Lord, you're already burning in them. You're doing a work. I believe that, Holy Spirit. So I thank you, Lord, that as we come to you, we honor you, and we worship you together, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because God, you are good and you take care of us you want to do great and mighty things and god we want to let you so god we honor you right now we're going to worship together in jesus name amen amen so let's worship the lord together and i'll be right back amen worship the lord right now hallelujah thank you jesus what a total blessing just to worship our lord my goodness Demaris. god bless you thank you so much for uh leading us into praise and worship and thank you for sharing that special song um i know the lord led you to uh to do that and what a blessing thank you jesus um you know now that our hearts are uh you know just in this place of worship I really feel that it's important that we pause and we just quiet ourselves before the Lord. Um, you know, God wants to minister to us, I'm telling you, that's all I keep hearing in my spirit and I just keep reminding you, He's He's after the inside of us, He's after the inner parts of us, um, and He wants us to just pause now and just quiet ourselves in his presence. So how about we just take a very brief pause right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you,
1: Jesus.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray that you take away any and all distractions right now even even anyone right now that, that that their mind is not fully engaged i pray right now that you you cause their hearts and their minds right now to fully listen and hear what the spirit of the lord is saying lord god god we quiet ourselves before you lord we want to hear you loud and clear lord thank you for our time together lord Thank you God that that we can worship you God and just just be with you Lord. Thank you Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Amen. 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 Remember uh, this is a special time and um, I want to really keep hearing from you. So in that comment area, let me keep hearing from you. Tell me where you're tuning in from, where Where are you listening from. Um, I want to really hear from you. Um, you know, I, I know that God is going to do so much with this conference. I, I, I just, I'm excited about it. Um, remember, hashtag change your outlook hashtag change your outlook. So every time you're communicating, uh, maybe some of you, you're tweeting and you're on Twitter right now and you're saying, I'm so excited to be at Respondency's women's conference. Hashtag change your outlook. Amen. Amen. Um, As we are quiet now and God is doing so much already in our hearts you know, I wanna, I wanna really um, make sure that I also mention this. Um, you know, you can find Damaris at um, on a ver- variety of social media pages, and we really thank God also for her husband Ariel, who also has been a, a blessing um, in her life and to responsibility as well. So, uh, but you'll find all the details in our um, description below. Okay. Um, but right now, I have a great testimony from Janine, and I really thank God for Janine for sharing, um, you know, what happened in her life as she changed her outlook and how her perspective has changed um, on something very important that took, took place in her life. Um, so I want you to tune into that right now, and we'll be right back.
2: My name is Janine Salvano. I am from New Jersey and it's a privilege to be with you during this Women's Conference. I pray that we are all mutually encouraged and strengthened in the faith more than when we first began, right? Uh, My perspective changed when I was reminded of the faithfulness and the sovereignty of God. Uh, My husband fell ill in December 2020 and we went to the doctor who insisted that we rush him to the ER. Uh, upon arrival of the ER, the, the admin saw the prescription and they whipped the wheelchair out and they began doing tests and all his levels were elevated and they rushed him in the back and that, that was the last I saw of him for a few days. Um, they would just say, your husband's a very sick man they would tell him, you know, you're very sick, your, your levels are elevated, and just reiterate his symptoms. They didn't know what was going on. They were still doing tests. So this lasted about 10 days, and I requested that the neurologist would come down and give us some type of diagnosis or some type of direction as to treatment, some definitive course of action that needed to, you know, just to give us an idea what is happening to him. Well, he said it, your husband's a very sick man. And that just kept ringing between us. Well, at the end of that visit, they allowed me to drop off a bag to David. And I have this tendency, I like to listen to my word and and just whenever I'm doing anything, cleaning, whatever, I have my earbud in, I'm always listening to the word. And that particular night, I was listening to Romans 4. And there was this part that jumped at me. It's verse 19. He says, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. And when I re- when I heard that, I had to pull over and I said, Lord, I don't know what state David's in. He's in that hospital room by himself because due to COVID restrictions, I couldn't visit with him. And I said, please make him available to hear you as I share this with him. And so I called and he picked up and I was excited at that. And he, hit I said, David, you have to listen to me. And he said, go ahead. And I said, you know, they keep saying you're very sick. You're very sick. And that might be the fact. But the truth is we serve a God who's a healer. He is the healer, right? By his stripes, you are healed. And we begin to talk. And I said, one of two things is going to happen, right? Either God is going to send you home with healing to us, and you're going to get better and you're going to glorify him in that, or he is going to bring you into his presence, whole and complete. Either way, he's got to do it. Either way, he's faithful. And he agreed. He was like, amen. you know. So I was encouraged and we prayed and we sought the Lord and we agreed because either way, we're not here forever. We're in eternity. We're with Jesus forever. Correct? But while we're here, we have to trust and we have to tie a knot and that's exactly what I did. And I said, Lord, you alone know what you're doing with David and you are going to glorify yourself in this. You're going to give us everything we need in this and everything changed. The circumstance changed. It went from, it felt like we were being dragged to and fro to now information, more clearer testing and this and that and it was like clockwork and though we're not out of the woods yet he is home and he has we have more of a treatment plan in place i will say this god is faithful he is sovereign in all that he does and if we would just trust him get before him and just put it at his feet he will cause us to triumph he will glorify himself i hope this encourages you i hope this This brings you to the place where you just realize he is so very God by himself. Thanks again for allowing me to share with you.
0: God bless you, Janine. I really want to thank you so much for sharing that testimony. I really believe that many lives right now have been encouraged uh, by what you shared and you know it really is something when something hits us in life um whether it's a, like i said earlier with the pandemic something has impacted us through uh sickness maybe the finances have been hit maybe just uh an, a serious change maybe you've had to make a move you know when we have these major life changes Um, and, and we need to make major decisions, you know, for some of us, when these things are happening, it's not for us to just, um, you know, in that moment, just, uh, make light of it. Let's just say, I think for all, all all of us, we, we would be honest right now and say, oh my goodness, this is really heavy and I need God right now. So, um, if that's you and you're in that moment, You know, let me know how we can pray for you right now. You can share that in the comment area. Hashtag change your outlook. God is wanting to affect each of us and impact us tonight from the inside. Let's give him permission. Lord, have your way. Have your way. You know what I have found? When we let God have his way, his way is perfect. You know, some of us will try every other way. And we won't let God have his way. And God is saying tonight, let's let let him have his way. God is saying, that, will you let me have my way in your life? And that's a place of surrender. So I'm going to ask you, keep your heart open to how the Lord is showing you things, highlighting things right now. I'm really praying constantly right now that there is no distractions as you're listening to all that God is doing. Um, I actually want to break up uh, what God has put on my heart, the theme uh, for this year about change your outlook, change your perspective. I want to break up what I want to share with you in parts. So right now, I really feel I want to go into part one with you. So I want to make sure you have your Bibles on, make sure you're taking notes um, and chatting with me, comments. Make sure you're commenting with me, okay? Um, you know, because I want to say, first of all, I've discovered that as a Christian, as a believer, um there are things that happen in our lives that are out of the ordinary, right? There's things that take place that sometimes, um it's it's God's try- way of trying to get our attention. Um, like it or not, it's his way of trying to get our attention. And I want to know, like like uh, if you're like me, When he gets your attention, do you say, Okay, God, I recognize you put your finger on this for a reason. Okay? And, you know, I want you to just hear this. Uh, What may seem like a coincidence in reality is the providence of God. See, with God, there is no coincidence. With God, it's part of his plan. As his children, he has a plan for our lives. Anything outside of him is, 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 uh, he'll bring us back toward the way that he has for us. So, um, you know, so if he's putting his finger on something, it's something he's trying to get our attention. So we'll be back in the path and the way that he has planned for each and every single one of our lives. Um, so when our dreams don't come to pass, when, um, disappointments come, I want you to look at it this way, and if you want to write this down, uh, remember that a disappointment can be God's appointment. It could become God's appointment. So a disappointment in your life right now can really actually be an orchestrated plan from God to be an appointed time just for you. Amen? Amen? I really want you to hear that, okay? To receive from God... To receive from God, we have to change the position of our posture. We have to change. Some things have to change in our lives. And if he's putting his finger on it, it's because he's saying, let's do it differently. Let's, you know, respond differently. Let's go a different way. Uh, Let's move from here uh whether it's spiritually emotionally mentally uh or literally physically where you have to move from where you are um you know uh the posture and the position of where we are could be the thing that's bringing a hindrance in our life and so if God's putting his finger on something and he's, if he's highlighting something just right now I want you to say God I surrender I surrender I surrender, hashtag change your outlook. I'm gonna change my outlook tonight, Lord. I'm gonna change the way I'm seeing this because I'm giving you God permission to have your way, amen? And I tell you what, that comes through prayer. We need to have a constant communication with God. Without a communication with God, there's a blockage in our relationship with God. Communication with God is just like when you're communicating with others. It's not just a one-way street. I know a lot of us, we have a lot of things we want to say, and we want to be heard. But we also have to know how to listen. And so in prayer, we got to know how to listen. And that's what also tonight is about. We've got to make sure that we're quiet enough that we can hear God. God is trying to get our attention. So that our our perspective is changed. You know, I love the way Janine said. You know, she mentioned how in prayer and how she was, you know, in the Word of God and how the Lord ministered to her. Why? Because she was she was spending time in prayer and in reading the Word. That is a a uh, what I call a lifeline. That is a divine connection. Anytime you have this prayer uh, lined up with God, if, if something is, is interrupting your connection with God, it is time to disconnect from those things, to reconnect with God. Say that with me. I will reconnect with God tonight. I'm reconnecting with God right now. I'm deciding to reconnect with God. Amen? I'm going to reconnect my life with God right now. Right now. And I'm going to throw aside everything that has been hindering me and getting in the way of me being connected with God, the the way God has orchestrated for me to be with him. Job 42.10 says that after Job... Had prayed for his friends after he prayed for his friends the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before now when you have a moment go back to the book of Job read the book of Job Job has walked through so much and we get to read that in his story and that's, that's uh, found in the Old Testament. So I want you to make sure that you go back and you read the whole book of Job, okay? Go ahead and do a study on him. But you see here that it was after he prayed for his friends. There's so something here that transpires when we surrender what's happened with others, with friends, with family, with disappointment, with hurts, with with things that have caused contempt in our hearts with things that have tempted us things remember things that have disconnected us from the Lord Jesus Christ okay but it was once he prayed for his friends it says then the lord restored his fortunes and he gave him twice as much as he had before because if you read his story this man had lost pretty much everything and it even affected his health okay he was ready to die and it was amazing how these friends these friends that he had the support system supposedly in his life We're actually not being very encouraging to him when he needed it. Is that you tonight? Is that you right now? Maybe you have felt like, my goodness, the people that I thought would be there to encourage me on my low point, where are they? They're not here to encourage me. If anything, they've discouraged me. Well, God is saying, would you give them to me right now? Would you surrender those disappointments And even those people that have forsaken you and disconnected from you for whatever reason, they actually turned their back on you when you needed them the most. God is saying, will you forgive them and will you pray for them right now? And I love how, uh, you know, in reading that, that really hit me in my spirit uh, because it was after he prayed for them that the Lord restored his fortune and he gave him twice as much as he had before now some may say you mean God wants to give me double for my trouble you better believe it you better believe it that's what this word says God gave him twice twice as much as he had before mm-hmm. even the things he lost he re- he not only got restored what he had but he had double the amount and God wants to do that and more for our lives You see, but there's a place of what? Inner, inner perspective. There's something God is wanting to do about what's going on in the inside of each of us. Amen? We have to understand that the battles that we're in, they actually belong to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. I want you to receive that. God is saying, will you trust me enough to know That if you put this battle in my hands, I am more than enough for you right now. And you know, when you do that, when you say yes to God, don't like after we're done tonight, you know, go look again for the battle. Or let's just say tomorrow it may be still a little tough on you that you say, oh man, look, it didn't work. Don't do that. Remember who God is in your life. He is God and he is doing an inner work in each of us. You've got to keep that communication with him and let him continue to do the work in you. Though He said the work that he has begun in us, he is able to bring to completion. So he's doing something on the inside of us. So remember what? The battle belongs to the Lord. No matter how hard it is right now, I want you to remember that the battle belongs to the Lord. I want you to write that down. Say, God, thank you that this battle belongs to you, Lord. And I I trust you, Lord, to fight my battles. It's in the spirit these battles are taking place. See, I know sometimes we see things manifested in the natural through others, the way we're being treated just in life just the just disappointments different things that take place but God is saying tonight in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 to 5 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 to 5 for though we live in the world we do not wage war as the world does the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world on the contrary They have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I want God's mind. Do you want God's mind tonight? Say, you know, what? tell God, I want the mind of Christ. I want the mind of Christ, I want my thoughts to be taken captive to the obedience to what Christ has spoken in my life, all the promises that God has for me, amen, amen, so God is saying, because we have authority in Jesus' name, he said we can demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up. Against the knowledge of God, because there's a lot of people that oppose who God is, or they're saying, they're saying God, but they're saying God in a whole different way little g. It's not Almighty God, it's not the God that we know, our Heavenly Father, the Creator of heaven and earth. Amen. So we must understand that we're not waging war as the world does. So put down these hands of fighting and put your hands open to surrender to the Lord tonight and let him take hold of who you are in the spirit on the inside so that you will fight in the spirit. And not in the flesh, so that you will not be defeated, but you'll be a conqueror as God has promised. Acts 4.24 tells us, when they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. So, knowing that he is God, he is the creator of heaven and earth. I want us to acknowledge him as such i want you to right now just take a pause break and worship him and thank him lift up your hands where you are tell the lord thank you honor his presence right now tell him thank you that you are the maker of all things you are the maker of heaven and earth You are the maker of the sea and everything in them. God, you created me and you know the purpose and the plans you have for me. And so as you worship the Lord, praise him for who he is and all that he's doing right now in your life. Amen. Amen. You know, I I want to uh, right now go into a really great conversation that I had with Pastor Joni. Taylor Uh, Pastor Joni Taylor, you know, she actually is someone that I I met years ago at the Brooklyn tabernacle where we both served there and um, You know she went on to uh, be a pastor is and I'm honored to have her with us tonight She uh, is a pastor of praying hands fellowship in Suffolk County, New York and she's, uh, she's also a, a social worker. She has a heart for, for, for others. You know, I loved also finding out that uh, she is a devotional writer and has actually written devotions uh, devotionals for God's Word for Today. God bless her. You know, she loves to minister. And I'm, I, I believe that you guys are going to be really encouraged by our conversation that we had about Change Your Outlook Change your perspective. Remember, has, hashtag change your outlook. Amen. So let's tune in to that um, interview, that conversation we had, and I'll be right back. All righty. Well, I want to welcome my dear sister. I've known for years, Pastor Joni Taylor, and um, she's pastor right now of Praying Hands Fellowship. And I really want her to tell us a little bit about herself. If you could just take a few minutes, Joni, and just tell us right now about, uh, you know, currently what's going on in your ministry and um, a little bit about yourself right now. Okay. Well, as you said, Pastor Natalie, I'm
3: Joni Taylor. I am a pastor. I pastor Praying Hands Fellowship Church in Riverhead, New York. I am also a social worker. Currently, um, I work with children um, with emotional disabilities. I help them um, in dealing with anger issues and to develop coping skills and techniques. I deal with children who are in foster care agencies or who have recently been adopted and help them with that adjustment period. I'm, in, I'm a sister and an aunt and um, I'm a friend. And most importantly, I am a lover of God, you know? Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ is um, the head of my life and um, I'm in love with him. And the, the reason that I, I live today is to see people reconcile to Christ that is the greatest desire of my life today is to see god. people come to Christ so that's a little bit about myself
0: <laughs> well i know that um, you know god has allowed you to you know be an instrument for many lives so to know that god is using you in so many ways I think is fantastic, um, you know, in ministry and in just helping others the way that you are. Praise the name of Jesus. It's so awesome, uh, Pastor Joni, um, just to see all that God is doing right now in your life. Praise God. God is good.
3: (laughs) Amen. Thank you. And you know, I concur in terms of what God is doing in your life and in Pastor Chris's life. And the, uh, the wonderful work that you guys are doing there in Florida, you know, I, I am able to see it um, on Facebook and the things that you post, they're just so inspiring and encouraging
0: and they come straight from the heart of God. Amen. To God be the glory. Well, I, you know, this year, the conference, I, you know, women's conference, I wanted it to be uh, a theme about perspective, you know, and there's. A lot of things that we we you know really have faced over this last year um you know um just a lot of things that affected i believe each and every single one of us, you know from the youngest to the oldest, and it impacted uh didn't matter where you were, didn't matter your status, didn't matter who you were i mean it, we were impacted by uh, what took place over this last year uh with the pandemic and everything so You know, I really felt the Lord put on my heart um, the theme for this year for change your outlook, change your perspective. And, you know, there's something about when our perspective is so clear, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean to know that I have a clear perspective? Well, you know, something changes on the inside of, of us. When our perspective is very bright, when we can see clearly, you know, Um, so I know that, you know, a lot of people were brought back to their homes in this season. A lot of people were uh, brought back to a place where they had to really start looking at life and, and considering things in a whole different way. And I think it was a, a, almost like, in my opinion, it almost felt like a reset button. <laughs> you know, it's time to uh, like refocus. We, re, you know, like uh, see what truly is important to us, um, important in our lives. You know, I, I centered this, uh, this women's conference around Philippians 1, chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. And it says, and this, I pray that your love may abound more and more displaying itself in greater depth in real knowledge and in practical insight so that you may learn to recognize and treasure what's excellent identifying the best and distinguishing moral differences you know so i i felt like the lord was saying will you love me more in the midst of you know uh will you shine bright in the midst of and, you know, the, the world is hurting and the world needs hope. The world needs us to reflect him more than ever. So what I want to ask you is, you know, tell me over this last year, what, in it, what has happened in your perspective um, in terms of your personal, you can include personal, you can include ministry. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what has transpired in your heart.
3: According to these things. Amen. You know, um, when we were all called home um, at the onset of this pandemic, um, you know, we all came to realize that there were some things that we thought were essential. We heard that word a lot essential, essential workers. You know, prior to the pandemic, we thought there were things that we couldn't live without. You know, right. um, as women, we, we couldn't live without getting our hair done or our nails done or uh, going out to eat, you know. Um, we couldn't even, we couldn't have even imagined not having a church service on a Sunday morning. That's right. But with the onset of this pandemic, we came to find out that there were many things we could live without. Mm -hmm. And as this pandemic brought us home, and it brought me home, even though I'm a pastor and and, um, prayer and the, the study of God's word were paramount in my life, as I came home as a result of this pandemic and secluded away with the rest of the world, and began to seek God afresh, God began to open my eyes and to change my perspective in terms of things that I had made important and paramount in my life. You know, even where I differed from people politically and um, felt that, you know, my way was the right way. It was my way or the highway the Lord began to impress the things that were important to him upon my heart. And he began to require that I look at people the way he looked at them. And even though there was, there were differences in our perspective and the way that we saw things, God began to deal with my heart and to call me back to, to just the, 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 simple place of loving people. And He challenged me to put myself in their place, to begin to see things from their perspective, even though I didn't agree with them. But what that did for me, Pastor Natalie, is it birthed in me a compassion for the other person. So in that regard, it changed my perspective. I, if I could just tell you a, a story, um, I walk every morning, I do a, about a three mile, I call it my prayer and power walk. <laughs> and um, and um, I walk by a woman in my community, I walk by her house every morning. And um, I pray with some women across the country, we have a, we pray on the phone. And um, sometimes when I would be walking by this woman's house, she's a Muslim and she would be wearing the hajib and and you know and everything. And um, I would just greet her and I would you know would, we would we would wave at each other and say good morning. And one particular morning that I was walking by her house, um, I wasn't on the phone, I wasn't praying with my prayer partners across the country, and um, she stopped me. And she said, you know, she said, I see you praying as you walk every morning. Mm. She said, would you pray for me? Oh. I said, absolutely. I would, I would love to pray for you. She said, my husband just had open heart surgery. Mm. And she said she was really afraid for him. And she asked me if I would pray for him. And I said, you know what, I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to put your name out amongst all the people that I pray with and we're all going to pray for you. And I started to walk away and the Holy Spirit said, there's no time like the present. Amen. So I turned around back to her and I said, would it be okay with you if I prayed for you right now? Amen. And she said, yes. You know, and here in the middle of a pandemic, (laughs) at six o'clock in the morning, (laughs) wearing neither one of us wearing no masks. Wow. I reached out, you know, and took her by the hand. And I began to cry out to God for her and for her husband. And um, I saw her son, her adult son, a few days later, he was in his car and um he stopped me on the road and and uh he said you're the lady that prayed with my mom and i said yes i am i said how's your dad and he said um he's doing great i just picked him up from the hospital he's home and he said um, he said i want to thank you for that and i want you to know we're family and um and i you know i i thanked him and as he pulled off and as I continued to walk on, I remember praying in my heart saying, God, make that so, cause this son of Abraham, mm. this, mm. this, this daughter of Abraham, mm. cause them to truly know you as Lord and savior.
0: Amen. Yes, so. Lord. Amen. That is so precious. Wow. That is that's uh, wow hallelujah. <laughs> so where I
3: would never have imagined praying with someone of the Muslim faith, you know, my perspective was changed.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: where I would never have imagined um, being able to uh, have compassion for someone of a of a different political ideology. All of a sudden, those things were not important anymore. Mm -hmm. God was shedding his love abroad in my heart. And he was checking me on some things in my own life that he wanted to adjust my perspective on and change.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, I think it's so uh, key what you just said, uh, because for us to... uh, be used by God on the level that you just mentioned there's something that has to transpire on the inside of us because shining for the Lord is not really about us it's really about who is in us Christ in us the hope of glory and and you know I, I think it's so important like what you just said that whether we're outside walking I mean look at that you like you said this was an unexpected moment but how many of us, you know, we may be, we may have prayed, God, use me, use today, you know, give me an opportunity. And then like, sometimes an opportunity will come. And for whatever reason, we might say, you know, I, I, I'm too busy. I can't go to that. You know, I can't speak here. I can't do that. And, you know, I loved how you said, although you, you told her you reassured her, you were going to be praying, God said, do it now. And, you know, that That is so key. I I really thank God that you just shared that. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I believe that God wants us to be a people that we shine and share even more for for him in greater ways. So definitely that perspective of knowing this is beyond me and Lord, thank you that in that moment, we didn't have mask on, but (laughs) we we need to talk to Jesus. Amen, amen. I want to know, uh, I want to ask you, you know, outside of, uh, you know, the pandemic and, and everything on like, just, you know, on a personal note, like, you know, I I, I believe that, you know, you've been walking with the Lord now for several years. So, um, you know, decades. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: I just want to know, like, if you could really share, like, because there could be someone right now that, you know, is listening to us that, you know, their, their faith is really low. Uh, they're at a place that it's hard to believe God. They're, they're doubting. Um, it's hard to push through where they are in this moment, doesn't feel like they can move past this. Um, I want you to be totally honest right now and talk about maybe a moment in your walk with God, just like just one quick moment. That you can share, um, where perhaps you've walked through that, and how again, you know, changing that perspective mm-hmm. uh, just just flipped everything on the inside of you. Right, right. And um,
3: I, I, I have a, a a search a situation, a circumstance that I went through um, many, many years ago, but I, I think it speaks to um, what you're asking right now um i uh, i lost my home in a fire um and in the middle of the night we lost everything we owned we only got out with our lives and um i was working full time at a, at the brooklyn tabernacle and um i remember feeling like you know, how, how do I put my life back together now? I mean, I have lost everything that I own, Mm. everything that I value. I mean, from childhood, I had actually moved back home after the death of my mom to take care of my dad, who was ill. And um, so this was the childhood home that I had grown up in. And um, I remember, that even the clothes that I I was wearing had been lent to me, you know, people were, providing uh, us with clothing, and um, I, I wore um, contact lenses at the time, and one of the ladies at the church was an, uh, an eye doctor, and she wound up getting contact lenses for me that were in my prescription, and, and I remember I hadn't gone to church in about two weeks, and when I returned to church, uh, the pastor asked me to come up onto the platform and to give a testimony. And I remember walking up on the platform and, and again, the clothes that I I was wearing weren't even my own clothes. And, um, I looked out at the congregation and, uh, the one thing I remember saying to them was, I have lost everything. I have lost everything that I own. I said, but I haven't lost my faith. Amen. And at that moment, I realized that the most things could be replaced. Thankfully, my myself and everyone that lived in the house, we got out with our lives. But the fact that my faith was intact, the fact that I had lost everything that I owned, but Jesus was as precious to me or more precious to me than he had ever been before praise the lord i would want to i would want to communicate that to anyone out there that's listening today that's going through a difficult time that if you have your faith you have everything that you need amen amen
0: Amen. I really feel right now, um, just to pause and just have you like, just pray for that person right now, just Amen. in this moment, if you could do that.
3: Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God Father. Hallelujah, Lord God Father. We come before you this morning, oh God. Lord, before we ask you for anything, oh God Father, we we're praying about everything, Lord God, Father. We're thanking you for everything, Lord God. Father God, we're remembering, oh God, Father, your goodness to us, Lord God, your faithfulness to us, Lord God, Father. Lord God, Father, we're looking to you, Lord God, Father. We're lifting up our sister, our brother to you right now, Lord God. Father God, you know where that person is right now, Lord God. Father God, you know what they're going through, Lord. You know what they're feeling, Lord God. Father, you know the depth of despair oh god father that they find themselves in right now oh god and father god i just pray for them right now lord god we lift them up to you oh god and we ask you lord in the name of jesus oh god to stretch your hand out to them lord god to embrace them right now father to let them know lord god father that you are the friend that sticks closer than a brother lord god father that you love them lord and that everything that concerns them concerns you lord God. Father, we pray, oh God, that you will fill them, Lord God, Father, today with hope, Lord God, with encouragement, Lord God, that you will remind them, Lord God, Father, that you will never leave them nor forsake them, Lord God. Father, God, make yourself more real to them now, oh God, than you have ever been to them, oh God, Father, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
0: Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I, as we're praying, I'm just really hearing in my heart, um, you know, the Bible tells us in, in, in John 10 about like how, you know, the thief comes only to kill, steal and destroy, but he has come to bring us life and life to the fullest And he also promises us in the same chapter that nothing can snatch us out of his hands. And so, you know, I I really feel that also there's those that right now they're listening that maybe they've never even asked Jesus to come into their lives. Maybe, maybe um, they've heard of Jesus, maybe they've gone to church, uh, you know, but they've not really asked Jesus will you come into my life? Will you, will you be a part of my life? How can, how can this person that uh, is talking and saying, you know, that she lost everything, but she still had faith? How can that be? And they want the same thing. So let's just, let's just pray right now and lead um, whoever's listening right now, come in agreement right now and say this prayer with us. And, you know. Um, When you're saying this prayer, it's not just a prayer to pray. This is something coming from your heart because, you know, uh, unless the Lord is coming on the inside, all these things stay on the outside. And these are promises that the Lord wants to give to each and every single one. He says, whosoever is willing, come. So how about we just pray for that person right now or people right now that are listening and they want to ask Jesus to come into their lives. Amen amen so let's just do that right now if you're praying with us just bow your head let's just say this prayer together in jesus name father we thank you and we ask you to come come now come now and visit and come into that life the heart that's asking you to come into them God, we ask that you would cleanse them. We ask that you would forgive them. We ask that you would fill them up. And we thank you, Lord, that Lord Jesus, what you did on the cross. God, we thank you, Lord. What a gift that, Lord, you love us so much. And you say, just believe. Believe that you died. Believe that you want to be the Lord and Savior of our life. So God, for that one listening right now, they're coming in agreement with this prayer. Come into their lives, Lord. And be with them, Lord. And minister to them and let them know that now they have life and life abundantly, Lord. Life to the fullest, Lord. And Lord, I thank you for freedom. Jesus, you say that you come to set us free. Yes. Lord. I thank you, Lord, for freedom, healing, and deliverance. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I thank you that for the promise that you said nothing can snatch us out of your hand. Yes. Lord. So, God, we thank you, God, for thank each person you, that's praying with us right now. Yes. Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank Amen. You. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Praise God. You know, prayer is an important part of the perspective. Uh, you know, we're, this this uh, conference is talking about perspective, and you know, prayer is the key. Uh, okay. You know, I I I um I've heard it said, you know, the popcorn prayers or the quick prayers or the <laughs> you know people call prayers different things, but you know, when we talk to Jesus, we are praying. You know, when we are communicating with our Lord and Savior, we are praying. And he says, come just the way you are. You know, a lot of people feel like uh, maybe they're not worthy or they feel like they don't deserve to be in his presence. They don't deserve to ask him. Uh, maybe some feel like I've asked him for too many things or I've asked him for so long. Um, but the but the thing is, he says, Come. He will not turn us away. And he says to keep on praying. So talk to us real quick, Joni, share a quick uh, few moments here uh, and tell us a little bit about how prayer has changed your life. Amen. You know, um, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm reminded of the scripture verse that says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Um, my life was radically changed when I began to believe that God loved me as much as he loved his son, Jesus Christ. When I began to embrace that truth and to believe that for myself, my life radically changed and my prayer life radically changed. I began to go to God as father. I began to go to God um, with an intimacy, you know, I could pour my heart out to him. When I read the the, the Psalms of David in the Bible, and I, and I just saw how transparent he was for God, uh, with God, um, it, it just created in me such a, a hunger for this intimate relationship with the Lord. And I want to I want to encourage anyone that's out there today to begin because it's the most exciting endeavor you will ever undertake. It's the most vibrant and exciting relationship you could ever have with anyone, you know, whether it be a spouse, a child, um, a significant uh, person in your life, a career, it is, transcends all of those things. And so my encouragement to anyone out there today is if you want to uh, begin an excursion that you will never return Mm -hmm. from, that you will never be the same again, that's through prayer and intimate fellowship with God. If you just prayed that prayer with Pastor Natalie, you have been born again and you now have access to the king of kings and the lord of lords and god desires believe it or not he desires to communicate with you and talk to you and minister to you and make himself real to you more than you want that for yourself because as i said remember while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And it's His desire that we um, abide in him, that we remain in him. And as John 15 says, that we are vitally connected to him. That's what we were created for
0: fellowship with God. Amen. I love it. Amen. <laughs> so I want to really thank you for being here and being uh, a guest for this year's uh, Women's Conference and just, you know, taking some time to answer some of these uh, important questions and, and bringing out some really clear points about just perspective and, and knowing the importance of who we are in Christ. And walking by faith and not by sight and knowing whose we are mm. is vital because when we know that we belong to him, that really is uh, the best part of understanding the perspective of, of Christ in us, the hope of glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Joni, for being with us today. Thank God you. Bless you. Thank you for having me. God bless you. Praise the Lord! I know that God is doing um, much right now. Um, what a blessing that conversation that I had with Pastor Joni Taylor. Um, thank you for uh, Pastor Joni for doing that with me. Um, it just uh, I just know that uh, God is moving, and I want to continue here with you all um, on this journey, this discussion here about change your outlook, change your perspective. I want to bring out this next point to you. Um, You know, we all face problems. You see how Pastor Joni mentioned a very serious thing that she walked through and how God did some incredible things uh, for her uh, when that transpired in her life. Um, Also, you heard Janine mention what God is doing in her life, all about when we change the outlook and we change the perspective. Um, So facing these problems that we have, you know, we, we, I don't think any of us can say that we're totally problem-free or totally stress-free or totally without some type of pressure going on in our lives, um, in some form or fashion, or maybe someone very close to us that, um, it's impacting us because we care about them as well. Um, so facing these obstacles, facing what we call sometimes, what we call giants, you know, um, these things that seem so much bigger than ourselves that seem almost impossible for change to take place. It seemed like, um, it's, it's, it's too much. You know, some of us might be have, maybe we've been saying that God, this is, this is too much, too much, too much. And I want you to hear this, you know, um, how about we do this tonight? Um, how about we start to say, I'm going to look at my problem. I'm going to look at my problem right now. I'm going to look at what's going on right now in light of how big my God is. I'm not going to look at this problem as if the problem is bigger than God. But I'm going to remember that God is so big. God created the heavens and the earth. God can take this and he can turn this around right now. I may not know how. I may not know what exactly is going to transpire. But I know I can trust him. And, you know, that place of surrender is a place that God can do so much. It's that release that we do. It's it's this, this place of I'm going to let it go. I, I surrender it to the Lord Um, I'm not going to turn there right now. But as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about how, you know, uh, Moses' mother literally had to take Moses when uh, she gave birth to him. Um, And this was a place of trust in God and a place of surrender. And she put him in a basket and put him in the Nile River. So she literally surrendered him to whatever God was going to do now in his life. And so, whatever this is that's happening in your life right now, surrender it to the Lord. And if you read, if you read His story in the book of Exodus, you see how God actually, in her releasing Him, brought Him right back into her arms. Okay. So I want you to just know that when when you let God move, you really get to see how big our God is. No matter how big the situation looks right now. Amen. 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 You can say amen to that. Remember, hashtag change your outlook. God, we're changing our outlook tonight. We're changing the way we're seeing things. We're letting you move in our lives. And we're going to let God teach us how to fix our thoughts on him. We're going to let God teach us how to fix our thoughts on Him. That takes a place of not just surrender. That takes a place of a mindset and discipline. That takes a place of, I'm not going to be distracted by this anymore. I'm going to decide tonight that because I'm letting God change my outlook, I'm going to change the way I'm looking at things. And I'm gonna fix my eyes on Jesus tonight. And from this day forward, I'm gonna keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. I'm not gonna live in La La Land. I'm not gonna live in this fantasy world. I'm gonna fix my eyes on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that at His word, things can change. And when I do this, and as I do this, I'm going to tell God, though you slay me, though I get tested, though I get tempted, I'm going to continue to trust in you because I've decided to keep my eyes on Jesus. Amen? And even if I fail and even if I fall, I'm going to remember to get back up again, keep my heart right now back engaged to Jesus, and remember to keep my eyes where? On Jesus. Hashtag change your outlook. Lord, I'm changing my outlook. I'm deciding to follow Jesus. I am fixing my eyes on Jesus. Psalms 31 15 tells us in the New Living Translation, my future is in his hands. It makes all the difference when you know that you know. That God has everything in his hands. I love how it even says in the new in the NIV It says again same same verse psalm 31 15. It says my times are in your hands That is total trust in the Lord. That means God come hell or high water My times are in your hands That means no matter what is trying to push me down Push me back, discourage me, make me feel without hope right now. My times are in the hands of the Lord, and I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus. You know why, also? Jesus says that as a believer, as a child of God, he says nothing can take us out of his hands. I don't want to be out of his hands. Do you? We get out of his hands when we take everything out of his hands and we decide to do things on our own. That's not his plan and his will. So how about tonight? Let's decide. I'm going to just ask him to forgive me and I'm going to repent that I've tried to do these things on my own and I'm going to decide to give my life, my heart, my all to Jesus. I'm going to give it a try this is not about going to church this is not about promising him anything this is about you right now telling God here I am just the way I am and I'm going to surrender my life to you will you come now and let me be in your hands Lord as you promise in the name of Jesus Christ there's two quotes I want to share here And these really stood out to me. This was from uh, Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries. It says that if we know that the Bible says that our future is in his hands, this means that the Lord will walk with us through life. No matter what we're facing, we'll never be alone. And even though right now you may have felt alone, And even you may experience moments as a child of God where you feel alone. I want you to know that you're not. You are not alone. Our times are in his hands. The second quote I want to share says, If you see God in his power, his glory, and his ability to help you, then you will see your problem with the right perspective why because now you understand god you are so big there's nothing bigger than you and there's nothing outside of you and there's nothing that can make you nervous or scared because you are god and god alone you are our defender you are the one who fights for us you are the one that loves us with an everlasting love and you are the one who keeps us. Amen? Ephesians 1, to 3-4. I love this verse and you'll hear me talk about this verse again. But I want you to hear this. It says, Blessed and worthy of praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. So God has blessed us With every spiritual blessing. Are you wanting the blessings of God? Are you wanting the blessings of God? Well, God is promising us that it's in every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So remember, it's not outside of him. It's with him. Okay? Just as in love, he chose us. He chose us. In Christ, he actually selected us for himself as his own before the foundation of the world so that we would be holy, that is consecrated, set apart for him, purpose-driven and blameless in his sight and love. God says tonight, you are purpose-driven. I have a purpose and a plan for you. I have set you apart. And I have a a plan just for you. So don't compare yourself to someone else. Thank him right now for the plans he has for you. The plans he has for you and begin to start walking in it. Don't start complaining that you're not like someone else. You've not achieved these things yet. No, surrender even that to God right now. And say, God, I don't want that to be something that I'm bothered with on the inside. You have a plan for me. And I embrace it and I walk in it by faith in Jesus' name. Because of the cross, God sees us united. Wrapped into Christ. These spiritual blessings are what a love gift from him. So I want you to to hear that. So God is saying the blessings that he has for us are love gifts from him. So for those of you that said yes earlier, you want the blessings of God. You know what you're telling God? I want every love gift. I want every love gift that is promised to me. Can you say amen to that? Can you tell God I receive every love gift? that you have for me you can write that down Remember, I want to hear communication from you ladies everyone tuning in I want to receive that love gift from God amen I don't want any love gift to be left over here because I'm over here trying to make things happen and God is saying when you stop trying on your own and you come back to me and you trust me, now you can experience my love gift for you. What my blessings that I have for you. Philippians 1.14 tells us, because of my chains, seeing that I've, I'm doing well and that God is accomplishing great things, most of, of the brothers have renewed confidence in the Lord and have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. I wanted to bring this out before I go into this next um, uh, discussion that I had uh, with Pastor Joni. I had another discussion with Pastor Joni and actually Damaris, and I'm very excited about you tuning into that. But I wanted to bring in this verse, because we talked a little bit about this verse too, (coughs) because when we walk in these battles, that we're in. As children of God, God wants us to be real and vulnerable before him. So when we let God move and do his work in us and we're able to still worship him for who he is, why? Because we have fixed our eyes on him and we keep our eyes on him It does something about everything around us. So now people that may know that you're walking through something or may not, when they find out that you're walking through something or those that knew it and they see this sustained peace, this place where you're able to still worship God, there's something on the inside of them that now wants what you have and so they'll start a conversation with you and they'll want you to share all this goodness and this joy that you're walking in even in the midst of the battle so I want you to tune in right now because I had I had to have a uh, further discussion with Pastor Joni and I really wanted to include um, Damaris Sparko with us as well so um, Go ahead and tune into that, and then I'll be right back, okay? I want to start here. Um, Here we are. Thank you, Jesus. We are on this great evening of having a women's conference, and I'm so glad to have so many women joining us, so many of all ages. And um, I believe there even may be some men joining us. And I just give God glory. And I am just so blessed and honored to have Joni, Pastor Joni Taylor with us. What an honor once again here as we're gonna um, share a little bit more. I know we had a little bit of a discussion uh, earlier on in the conference. I wanted to have you back, Pastor Joni Taylor. And um, our dear sister who helped us with worship this year, uh, Damaris Elaine, uh, what an honor to have you in this quick uh, meeting here at the end here before we close out our conference. I wanted to make sure we had a few moments here um, to to just discuss again, you know, um, this theme, you know. uh, But before we do that, I wanna say, you know, what a blessing we have. the East Coast, uh, Pastor Joni Taylor from the East Coast, and uh, Damaris Lane from West Coast. You know, we're meeting together. There is no different uh, difference in in uh, in the Lord's uh, you know distance. Right, there's no distance with the Lord. Doesn't matter where we all find ourselves today. I mean, I believe there's some listening here from Australia, Canada, um, different time zones. And what a blessing to have both of you come and uh, just talk a little bit more. Um, I'm going to first start with uh, Damaris here. You know, this, uh, this year's conference, okay. I want to thank you again for helping us with uh, praise and worship and leading us into that time with the Lord, you know, worship is so important in this theme that, um, the Lord has put Mm -hmm. on my heart this year, uh, in terms of just, you know, looking to him and, and keeping our eyes and our hearts fixed on the Lord. And, um, you know, the, the theme has been change your outlook, change your perspective. And there's so often so many different things that transpire in our lives that um, cause us to tip, to start looking at those things. And, um, you know, as believers, um, you know, God wants us to turn our eyes to him, and not just keep our eyes fixed on what we're going through. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. many that's been going through so, so much. Um, you know, I, I thought about, I just want to share this real quick, I thought about how, you know, when we're looking to the problem, each of us can become guilty of thinking the problem is too big for God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we when we when we think of the perspective of the challenge, it is so large. And um, Damaris, I want to give you a few moments because I know each of us have had battles. You know, not just with the pandemic, but just different things that have happened in each of our lives. And I believe there's so many that need to hear, um, you know, even from you right now, what what kind of challenge have you faced where once you've changed your perspective and you put your eyes back on the Lord, what happened in that time?
4: Well, there's a lot of things. The Lord's been stretching me like a rubber band, you know, and, and it's always a blessing you know, how God just opens doors, you know, and just to be with resplendency. Thank you so much, pastor. It's such an honor, really is because the Lord just continues to remind me that, you know, I'm, I'm a worshiper before I'm a recording artist before I'm a singer and everything. And, you know, this year, yeah, it's been a challenge. Um, I can say, you know, God's changed my perspective in so many ways that I'm just like, okay, God, you know, I just, gotta let go and let God, you know, and one thing that came to my mind that I remember sharing with you is when I lost my dad, you know, and, and that was something that the Lord had to strengthen me, you know, to be strong for my family. And I look at my mother, you know, um, Connie Serenia, and she's amazing woman of God, how, you know, she's been so strong. And, and, you know, when we had to let go of our dad and I know you and pastor Chris, you know, got a chance to, you know, minister to him and pray for him. And I'm so, so thankful for that, that you've been part of my family for so many years and how God Mm -hmm. continues to reconnect us in so many ways. And so, um, yeah, you know, I just had to trust God and God kept reminding me in that, uh, trust the Lord with all your heart, trust me, you know, and I just had to surrender it to God. I had to surrender that pain. Even, I guess you can say a little bit of, uh, resentment or anger against God, mm-hmm. because I'm like, you're taking my dad away sooner than what I thought, you know, yeah. but I had to surrender it to Jesus and just be like, okay, God, you know, I rather see him happy, you know, and with you in heaven and then suffering here on earth. So I couldn't be selfish in that way. So I'd ask the Lord to forgive me. And then that changed my perspective, just being in the word, just relying on God, trusting on the Lord and the prayers of so many and everything. So that was something that the Lord really had to deal with me in my heart. And now I can say, you know what, I'm going to see my dad again. You know, I'm going to, and those of you who have lost loved ones with a pandemic or just, you know, things that happen in life. I just, you know, encourage you to be strong in the Lord, you know, and just trust him in, in the process. The same way I was able to trust him in the process, God is going to give you that strength. You know, he's going to lift you up, you know, when you feel weak, when you feel weary, when you feel like you're sad, he gives, he fills you with his Holy Spirit. So I just want to encourage you all of those. It is hard as a human being, you know, to accept it. But then again, you know, you just have to surrender it to Jesus every day. And I miss my dad, but I'm not depressed. I'm not sad because I have Jesus. I have the Holy Spirit that helps me. And another thing that the Lord has changed my perspective in (laughs) being part of this conference, the Lord has told me, "Okay, yes, you have led worship and everything. But now I want you to write a song specifically for this women's conference. And that's a challenge, you know, because. God stretches you as a rubber band. And I'm like, okay, Lord, that means I got to spend time with you more. I have to like just dedicate myself, you know, just to, and say no to different things. Cause I've been invited to go to the places and no right now I need to spend time with Jesus and take this serious. So that's changed my perspective as well too. <laughs> you know, it, it changes your agenda because I'm such a busy person, you know, being pulled from left to right yesterday, went to go um, lead worship at, at a um, prophetic church. And it was just like, the Lord changed my perspective again. Here I go, you know, leading worship, but then there's the prophetics that started flowing and then new songs started flowing. And I'm like, wow, Lord, this is something that I'm not used to, but the Lord is stretching me. He's changing my perspective. Every single day in the same way God is going to change your perspective, no matter if it's something that you're going through, God is going to change it. Let him change your perspective in your life, you know, let him take over. And that's something that I'm learning, you know, as a child of God, allowing him to change my perspective every day, no matter if it's something that is challenging or something that he wants me to grow in he's going to continue to change it, you know, and, and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. And, you know, verse that reminds me of also is, um, in Matthew six thirty three: seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added on. Everything will be added on in your life, you know? And if you don't know Jesus, this is a great time for the Lord to change your perspective, <laughs> change your that's life true. around to a 360, you know and we know that we're seeing great things happening not just in our nation but in the world you know the great harvest is coming in and everything and the lord is calling you he's changed he's calling you to change your perspective you know and do si no sabes inglés, español uh, por, inglés el señor está cambiando tu perspectiva y él quiere cambiar tu corazón quiere cambiar tu vida y él dice hoy es el día de salvación porque nunca es tarde si estás perdido a personas en tu familia, amistades, el Señor quiere llenarte de ese gozo, de ese amor que él nece- que tú necesitas en tu vida, y pues deja que el Señor cambie tu perspectiva en lo que estás pasando, ¿verdad? Que Él sea, esté en control y que Él puede um, cambiar no solo tu vida, pero cambiar tu perspectiva como tú miras las cosas y como Él lo ve. ¿verdad? Porque sus maneras son más altos que de nosotros. Si so yo te invito que conozcas a Jesús, aquí lo tengo atrás de mí, ¿pueden ver? Jesús. <laughs> y pues, um, es, nunca tu vida va a ser igual. Él va, te va a llenar de gozo, de amor, de alegría. Y, and you know that, y, um, I just wanted to share this with all my Spanish-speaking people out there in the world, you know, because it's never too late for the Lord to change your perspective in your life. Es nunca o tarde que el Señor cambie tu perspectiva en tu vida. Just open your heart and say, Jesus, I am here. Change my life, change my perspective, interrupt my agenda, and you'll see that your life will never be the same. Tu vida nunca va a ser igual.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Praise the Lord. Amen. There's so much that you just said, you know, there's so much. Amen. I You know, I, I think about how you know, um, it's like giving God permission to change you because that's what's happening when we change, um, our perspective and, you know, our eyes are now on the Lord. We have come to a place of surrender that, you know, like you're saying, we've given now God permission. Go ahead, God, change me, work in me, And have your way in me. You know, I want to to read something um, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. And that these are things that you're walking in right now. These are things Mm -hmm. that you know, Pastor Joni's walking in right now. These are things that, you know, that that I'm walking in and and those that are tuning in right now, you know, God is saying, you are my masterpiece Uh and I have purposed you. I have created you with purpose. And when you come and you surrender your life, now that perspective of life changes. You know, the thing is like, Being in the world, you know, the the world grabs a hold of you and wants to influence your perspective constantly, wants to, you know, the world and the devil and the voices Mm -hmm. all want to try to impact who you are and your perspective and the way you see yourself, the way you think of life. And, but yet God wants us to be reminded today, you know, he Mm. wants us to be reminded that, we are his masterpiece. Yes. He's created us on purpose and with purpose for some, mm-hmm. such a time as this. And, and, and now as a child of God, when you surrender your life and you ask him to come into your life, now you're created anew. And he's saying, now you can start doing these things that I planned for you to do.
4: Right.
0: You know, So you're walking in the creative purpose Purpose. And I think that alone just mm. blows, you know, like it blow your mind when you think about Lord, I'm, I'm walking in your creative purpose. So Pastor Joni, share right now your thoughts on, you know, the perspective of, you know, I'm, I'm a new creation. Um, all things are new. And I want you to talk to, you know, maybe it's a young believer right now. Um, Maybe someone even during this time, they gave their heart to Jesus because, you know, throughout this conference, we've been talking so much about Jesus and we've been giving opportunities throughout the conference. Give your life to Jesus. And maybe, maybe they have, you know, they've said, yes, I want to give my life to Jesus or they're new to, to this walk with Jesus. Can you right now, you know, briefly just share what does that mean now in terms of perspective in their life? Because, you know, that, that's what happened to each of us as, as, a, as a new believer, as a child of God. Everything has changed.
3: Amen, amen. Um, I would say to young people today, I, let, me, let me just first say that I, I pray for young people today um, like never before. I, I pray for young people on a daily basis, and I find myself praying for them multiple times a day, because the challenges that they face in our world and in our society today um, is is like none other that that I I remember, and um, I would encourage them. You know, the Bible says that. Um, You know, in the world, we're going to have trials, we're going to have tribulations, we're going to have troubles. And I wish Mm. I could say to to the young people that are watching, oh, because you're a young person, you're exempt from that. But Mm. as we see, young people are not exempt. You know, Mm. young people um, need our prayer covering like never before. But I want to say to them today that because you have accepted Christ, You don't ever have to go through any trial, any situation, any circumstance alone. The Bible says that when we put our trust in Christ and in his word, we are actually building our lives on a firm foundation. We are building our lives on the rock. Amen. Amen. And Mm -hmm. I want to tell you that you are never alone. Amen. God loves Mm -hmm. you. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The Bible says that from before the foundations of the world, Jesus Christ was slain for us. You know, um, there's a song that says when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. You know, I want you to know that God looked 2000 years into the future when Jesus was on the cross and he saw you. My life totally changed as a Christian when I began to believe that if I had been the only person on the face of the earth, Jesus Christ still would have died for me. When I began to personalize that, when I began to internalize that, when I began to believe that for myself, my whole perspective on life changed. And throughout life, um, your your perspective will be challenged and changed. You know, God has us ever growing, ever changing, showing us ourselves, correcting us in areas of our lives and um Bringing us back to himself, bringing us back to a fresh perspective, his perspective on things. I remember saying to the Lord, asking the Lord, saying to the Lord, you know, this pandemic is going to be over uh, eventually, but Lord, what is it that you want me to learn from this experience? And the Lord just began to to speak to me about um, the importance of abiding in the vine. You know, I like the way the Amplified Bible says it. The Amplified Bible says that we have to remain in vital union and connection with the Lord. And I'm sure, uh, Pastor Mm -hmm. and and Damaris, even as you alluded to, um, there are are times when we feel like, um, we felt like, we're doing okay and God will begin to correct us. God will begin to -hmm. to show us things about ourselves and areas where we need to adjust. And that's what the Mm -hmm. Lord began to do for me. He began to show me the areas in my life where he was adjusting my perspective, where my perspective Mm -hmm. needed to change, where I was leaning on my own understanding, as Damaris Mm -hmm. said, you know, where um, Mm -hmm. I was trusting in myself, where, where there were areas in my life where I wasn't depending on him. As I Mm -hmm. should have been. And as my perspective changed, you know, a weight was lifted off my life that I didn't even know that I was carrying, you know, so it's, it's uh, again, to the young people, it's just this adventure that you have begun, not just young people, anyone, you know, who was attending this conference, Mm -hmm. the, the, this adventure that you're on it's going to be it's going to be lifelong you're going to find that you're never alone god's going to be making himself so real to you so personal to you and you're going to recognize even as i did how much he loves you personally and that was that was just one of the things that god did to change and to alter my perspective during the pandemic praise the
0: lord Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, it's, it's important each point that both of you are making. It's so, you know, thank you so much, Pastor Joni. You know, it's so important, you know, um, the perspective of understanding, you know, I can't do this alone. I can't do this alone. So why not, especially as a new believer, learn that quickly. I can't do this alone mm-hmm. and then stand on that promise. God is with me. Mm-hmm. He will not leave me alone. And, you know, I know that this, uh, this time, a lot of people have gotten used to being home. Uh, a lot of people, um, for some, there's even uh, for some, it's, it's, it's still maybe hard to go out or, or be around people right now, still, they may still have a problem with that. And you know what, that is to be respected, obviously. But the, I think the most important thing right now to hear is that you're not alone Amen. and being, you know, sometimes just isolated in a home or feeling like you're not connected with the people that maybe once you were with, or just, just everything has changed you know, you can get very depressed, you can feel very uh, uh, isolated. It's a, just like a very alone feeling. And, um, you know, right now, I, I, I really encourage each of you that are listening, that you would hear right now what, what, both, what both of these beautiful women have shared, that, you know, God is with you. God is with you you know, um, you know, Damaris, thank you for sharing about your dad, because I know that was a hard time. I know, I know, even as a believer, it's hard. You, you miss that person now, you know, you miss Mm -hmm. your father. So, you know, this person now that's out there listening, they, they, they're missing their loved ones. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and just the fact that God has brought you through Mm -hmm. And I want to read, I want to read, I want to read this Philippians 1 14 says, because of my chains, seeing that I am doing well, and that God is accomplishing great things. Most of the brothers have renewed confidence in the Lord and have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. So. Why do I want to bring that up? Because what both of you just shared, Philippians 1.14 is for what we're talking about. Because whether we're in chains, whether we feel we're we're heavy laden, we're feeling like we're burdened with something, we're feeling downcast. Um, you know, uh, maybe it has felt like it's been like a chain around us. Whatever it is if we're still able to rejoice in the Lord, to worship God in the beauty of his holiness, to, to say, God, you are still God. You are still on the throne.
4: Mm-hmm. You have
0: not changed. You're doing a work in us.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And with that, now others, other people that believe all our other family of God, now they can have a renewed sense to keep going also. They can keep fighting that good fight of pain. They can know they're not alone. Others are still fighting also. We're not mm-hmm. in this battle alone. God is with us. And also we need to be praying for one another as a body of believers. Whether we intentionally do know each other or we don't yet, maybe we've not met yet. We have a body of believers out there. We need to be sensitive to be praying for one another and to remember that God wants us to be an encouragement. So in changing the perspective, what is God teaching us? God is teaching us to rely upon him, to abide in him, to remain in him, to understand that the strength that we have may not even be our own anymore when we're so weak, but it's a strength that he gives to keep fighting the good fight of faith, to keep pressing on and to have a strength that comes from him. Even when we're very, very low at our lowest points, God says, turn to me, look to me. I'm right here with you. I've not left. I'm right here with you. And, you know, I want to say, You know, I, I really, before I close here with both of you, um, and I really do thank you both for this time, you know, what is so vital in the changing of our perspective? I think the key is prayer. Would you both agree to Mm -hmm. that? Our communication with God is vital. These, that to me is so important on a daily basis. Some believe that they have to do a certain posture or a certain time of day. God says, be free right now. You know what? Come to him just the way you are, and talk to Jesus. Talk to Jesus. That's what he's waiting for. So I want to hear both of you give you just a few minutes here real quick. um, Your perspective right now on prayer. And then we're going to close in prayer. We could start with Damaris.
4: Wow, prayer is is like it's like food. <laughs> you totally need prayer in your life every day, and you know it's not about a religion; it's about a relationship. The deeper you go in with God, the more you understand Him, the more you know Him, the more you love Him. I wrote a song I just released. It, it's called "Mi Amado Jesús." It's called "My Beloved Jesus," and it talks about just having that love for Jesus like never before. And it's based on Deuteronomy, uh, I think it's 3. eight. It says, uh, I know it in Spanish. <laughs> love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Amarás al Señor con toda tu alma, con todo tu corazón, con toda tu alma y con todas tus fuerzas. And I think that's what the Lord wants from us. He wants us to love him with everything that we are, you know, with our soul, with our heart with our strength. And, and so um, prayer for me is super important. It's not just like you just pray and you go. No, you talk to God throughout the day. I'm talking to the Lord throughout the day, you know, I'm in my car or I'm taking a shower or anything, but I'm always asking him, please help me with this because I can't do this on my own, you know, just and everything because you want to stay humble before the Lord. Quiere ser delante de Dios. Y necesitamos a Jesús más que nunca. Y pues si tú no conoces a Cristo, hoy es el día que conoces a Cristo. Today is the day you can know Jesus, you know, and just talk to him. That's all. I'm so honored and blessed to be part of. I just want to share this really quick because my prayers are being answered. And I was so proud of my friend. My friends from my fitness group have been coming to Jesus. I've been teaching some of them that are know the Lord to get stronger in the Lord, to do spiritual warfare. One of my good friends um, that came back to the Lord, she got baptized and I said, I'm going to be there. You know, I'm going to make sure that I see that transformation, that I see that prayer answered. And I was so full of joy. Another friend of mine, which is my coach, Joanne, she gave her life to the Lord. She's starting to go to church. So all those years of praying and encouraging my friends from this fitness group that I call my ministry group, I've seen the Lord work in so many ways, and I said, "Wow, Jesus is coming soon," because people are opening their hearts to Jesus, and it's it's just becoming so much easier because the Lord is using us. We are the remnant, you know, and the Lord is um preparing us for the great harvest. And I'm super excited about that time that's coming so soon because it's around the corner. And you know, as as believers, and if you don't know Jesus, get on board because it's going to be amazing what's coming. You know, and I know a lot of us feel it. Mucho de nosotros lo sentimos. We feel the, the glory of God coming like never before. And it's just, um, just I just encourage you, just start talking to Jesus. Comenzé a hablar con Jesús. tener una relación con Él. Have a relationship with Him and He will change your life. How He's changed my life and He's changed so many lives of others that I, every day I see it. And I'm just so thankful to be part of a group that the Lord allows me to minister to. And I'm going to start um, doing a Bible study with my friends. So that's amazing. We're, We're going to actually go to a Bible study from Calvary Chapel. And I told my friends, Hey, let's go, you know, it's Tuesdays. We don't have workout, So let's go, you know? And so it's, it's so awesome to see how God is, is just changing people's hearts, you know, through prayer. So prayer, keep praying. If you have family who is not Christian doesn't know the Lord? Keep praying. Do not give up. That's the best thing I could tell you. God is going to answer your prayers. If it's children that you have in your family, or you know, just family members or just friends that you've been talking to them about Jesus. One thing I've learned is, don't you know, maybe stay quiet, but keep praying. Keep praying and keep battling for their soul because they're going to come to the kingdom of God. They're going to come through, and and Jesus is going to win them because. It's, it's, it's happening. We see the Great Harvest happening, and it's just amazing to see what prayer can do. Mm-hmm. It can break strongholds. It can change people's lives. It can do so many amazing things. Just by you praying and believing in God and having faith, it will move mountains. Solo por tú orando, teniendo fe en Dios, moverán montañas. So sigue orando, sigue uh, confiando en Dios, you're gonna see that God is gonna answer your prayer in his time, but keep believing and keep praying. So that's the best thing I can tell you. Keep talking to Jesus, because Jesus is listening to you. Jesus está escuchando. God bless everybody. Thank you so much.
0: Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Pastor Joni, briefly, can you uh, share your thoughts on prayer and then we're gonna go right into praying.
3: Amen. Amen. Um, I think coming away from uh, 2020, the most, um, the greatest lesson that I've learned is the importance of prayer Mm -hmm. and finding that there's always a deeper depth. There's always um, a deeper place in God that he's calling us to. You know, a lot of people complained about um, having to wear masks during the pandemic. But you know, the Bible says that God causes all things to work together for good. And one of the things that I discovered that was that while wearing a mask, going up and down the aisles and supermarkets and stores, I could I could be practicing praying at all times. And I could be carrying a burden on my heart. And behind that mask, as I was going up and down the aisles, I found myself practicing the presence of God all the time. You know, I was praying in the stores. I was praying in my car. I was praying in my home. And it was such, um, it, it brought such vitality to my walk and my relationship with God. You know, and that's something I would not trade, even having had to go through the pandemic. Even so, many of us have have lost loved ones. You know, and there's so many people even grieving right now, and we grieve with them, and we ask God in prayer to be the God of all comfort to them. But the lessons that I've learned and the place that God has brought me in Himself in prayer, I would not trade it for anything in the world. So I would encourage anyone listening today, you know, to embrace prayer, to uh, find yourself practicing his presence in the supermarket, in your cars, in your home, wherever you find yourself. I wanna encourage you to be practicing the presence of God in prayer, because that is the key to our relationship and our um, our
0: bond in Christ. Amen. 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 Let's pray now, you know, uh, in, in, in the term of practicing his presence, you know, that's making ourselves very aware that he is with us. And I think that's what we've been talking about today a lot. So let's just pray now. And, you know, for each of you that are right now tuning in, let's just pray together. And um, and then let's just thank the Lord, okay? Father, we just worship you, God, and and we just want to thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you that we were able to join together, God, with um, each and every single person, God. And I, I want to thank you for those that have tuned in and God, you know what each one is facing. And I'm asking you, God, right now to go to them and encourage them. I ask you to comfort them. I ask you to hold them. And I ask you, God, to keep them. God, there's there's, there's so many that try to keep themselves, but the truth is, God, that you are really our keeper, God. And I ask you, Heavenly Father, that right now, that God, you will go to that one that's crying, you will go to that one that's been worrying, you will go to that one, God, that's been in fear and, and anxious. God, you would just go to that one that needs an answer. And I thank you, Lord, that as we pray and we believe you, you will go to them and you will answer their cry according to your will and according to your plan and according to your purpose. God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for those that are giving their lives to you right now. And I thank you, Lord, that as, as they surrender their lives to you right now, that, God, they say yes to Jesus, and they repent, they turn away from the things they need to turn from. You are showing them those things. And as they walk with you, you will continue to walk with them and show them. And, God, I thank you, Lord, for each life, Bless us now, each of us, my Lord. We need you, and we thank you for your very presence with us. Thank you, Lord, for filling us up afresh. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Again, I am so glad uh, to have both you, uh, Damaris and Pastor Joni, today. Thank you again for being with us. And thank you for each of you that have tuned in. God bless.
4: Bye. God bless you.
0: Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. What a total, total blessing! My goodness, what an honor that it it was just to have a, a just like another conversation with Pastor Joni Taylor and Damaris. Uh, thank you so much for uh, you know joining us in this conversation and sharing um, you know even what has transpired in your heart and all that took place, even when you changed your outlook and how your perspective also changed uh you know life is constantly changing and there are so many things that are impacting us constantly we do not know uh what tomorrow will bring and it's important that we keep our eyes on jesus remember god has been doing a great work in our hearts it started you know when we started this conference I told you he's, he's working something on the inside and um, I know that he's already been showing you all much. I believe some of you have already surrendered your life to Jesus. Some of you already gave your hearts to Jesus, but we're not done here yet. I got a few more things I want to share with you because changing that outlook and changing that part of us uh, and changing, it changes the perspective is something I want you to do for the rest of your life. I don't only want you to take this moment to do it. I want this to be a moment that is changed for good, a true time of repentance, a true time where we turned from how we were doing it, how we were seeing it, what was uh, impacting us to the place where we moved from there and we allowed God to do his work in us so that now we're we're going to do life differently and we're going to remember we are in his hands amen we are in his hands moses only saw the staff like how how we see things when moses was given the staff he had the staff in his hand okay we, we read that in the book of Exodus. You know, when you have time, go back and read that too. I like to reference uh, the word of God when I'm sharing everything with you. And I want to make sure you guys go back. You reread when I'm telling you, read the book of Job. Go back, read that whole book of Job. Read the book of Exodus. But, you know, Moses had this staff in his hand. And like many of us, we'll look at things like, this is all I have. Or I'm only this. And it's it's us looking at life, looking at ourselves with the limitations. and And I want you, and I'm going to encourage you right now to take the limits off. Take the limits off of you. Be free of that right now. Let God take those limits off that you put on yourself. We've all been guilty of it. I'm confessing of it also. We all have been guilty of where we put limitations on ourselves, and it's important that when God is putting his finger on that, that that we repent of it, we ask God for forgiveness of that, and we surrender the fact that we have looked at things with this, I'm only, the limitations, it can only be this, okay? God is saying tonight, take the limits off. Hebrews 12, 2 says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. We take the limits off by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Don't let anybody else tell you that you can only do this. Don't let someone tell you, I only see you like this. God said, I have a plan for you. I am the one who has plans for you. Will you walk them out the way I have ordained them for you? So we do this. We take these limits off the words that people have spoken over us, the perspectives that we have about ourselves, the way we've seen life. We do this by Hebrews 12, 2, by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Jesus. So once you've gotten saved, once you've gotten your life right with God, you've got to keep your eyes on Jesus. I want you to understand how important this is. This is not a religious ritual. This is not a mantra that you do. This is a decision that you make. I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus. And I'm going to remember that I have to do that with prayer. I got to make sure I stay in the word. And I got to make sure I stay connected with people who also believe in Jesus. Amen? So it says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. He is the one who's working our, the faith that you have on the inside. He wants to encourage you tonight in your faith. So, will you do that? Will you let him encourage you in your faith tonight? Wherever you are right now, will you say, God, I let you encourage me in my faith? Amen? Amen? Remember, write that down. Let me hear you say amen. Okay? Hashtag change your outlook. Amen? We can approach God with full confidence. I I want you to know this. There's something about approaching God fully persuaded, fully confident, fully assured that God hears you when you pray. It changes even the way you pray. When you know that you are approaching your Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ, jesus said you can ask anything in his name and now you're asking through jesus christ with confidence approach god with confidence tonight rest assured that god is hearing you hebrews 13:6 says so we can say with confidence the lord is my helper so i have no fear What can mere people do to me? It changes your perspective. It changes you having the fear of man. How people see you. What their opinions of you are. Will you look foolish? What happens if you step out and it doesn't work? What happens if you're making a major decision and and it didn't work out the, the way you thought it would? Don't make it about what other people will think of you. You fix your eyes on Jesus, the maker of heaven and earth. And you let him be your helper through it all. Through the ups, through the downs, through every decision, through every failure, through every mistake. You fix your eyes on Jesus not on what someone else is saying you fix your eyes on Jesus that's what the Bible is telling us that's what I'm encouraging you that's what this conference is all about we've got to fix our eyes on Jesus are you fixing your eyes on Jesus amen I'm fixing my eyes on Jesus will you tell him that amen Ephesians 2 10 says for we are God's masterpiece he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do good things he planned for us long ago so when you're like I don't know what the plan is I don't understand the plan. I don't know how all this is going to work out. You can remember. I'm fixing my eyes on Jesus. I'm his masterpiece. He knows the plans he has for me. He created these things for me to do. So guess what? i got to do it one step at a time. i got to know he's God. I'm the apple of his eye. Nothing can take me from his hands all promises from the Lord and I want you to get excited about these things because as you change your perspective as your as your outlook has changed your heart gets lighter the burden is lifted because now you've given that burden to the Lord you're not putting the limitation on what he can do remember he's bigger than what's happening. And, and I want to share this because this verse is so, so important. and then I really want to pray with you. And remember, if there's anything you want me to pray about before we do end here because we're you know, um, there's a couple of things more I want to do, write your prayer request right now. Let me know that. Just just share it in the comment area. Romans 8 38 to 39 says and I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. I want you to be convinced tonight I want you to be convinced from this day forward nothing can separate me from God's love. Nothing and no one can separate me from God's love. I pray that embraces you tonight. I pray that so resounds in your innermost being that nothing can separate you from the love of God. It goes on to say, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries for t- about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Nothing. No power in the sky above or in the earth below Indeed, nothing in all creation, nothing, will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that's revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is a promise. I want you to be convinced of that. And I want you to remember that's because God is bigger than anything else right now. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to know how you have been encouraged by all that transpired this evening. Because there's a lot of different things that you all have heard lot of a lot of verses a lot of testimonies a lot of things that have been shared you know um, I want to say this too this is on a personal note you know um, I was thinking about in, in preparing this conference about how you know and I this is just just me sharing here you know my mom has walked through some really heavy things physically and you know recently she shared how her stamina was affected and when I heard her say that because you know she continues to worship praise God she keeps her eyes on Jesus But when she mentioned her stamina what I love that she said was I'm trying to get my stamina back because although she was affected in her physical state in her innermost being she stayed renewed to the Lord and it's only through Christ that can give her that strength and that even that ability to say, I want to keep on building up my stamina again. And I want, as I thought about that, I want to encourage you. Maybe some of you have felt, I have felt defeated. I have felt like my stamina is weakened. I have felt like I can't go on. But tonight, this has really challenged me, encouraged me. And I know that God wants to give me a renewed sense of strength. And I want to pray for you for that. And anything else, any other prayer requests that has come in, I'm just going to cover that in in a general prayer right now. Because God's saying, I want to renew your strength. I want you to know with confidence I'm with you. And I want to be there for you. And I want to be the lifter of your head even right now. Amen? So how about right now we pray and... uh, Let's join together. I want you to make sure, again, as we pray, no distractions. Just, let's just surrender to the Lord together, okay? Father, right now, Lord, we understand that changing our outlook affects the way we see life. It, it, it changes our perspective. It changes the way we see ourselves. It changes everything on the inside of us God and you want to do a deep work in us we've been through much God over this last year and there's some of us we've been through things even from before the pandemic Lord and this has just been a journey of battles and warfare and so God some of them God right now their stamina they need strength Lord they need that ability to keep going God, they need to press on in the name of Jesus. And I'm asking you, Lord, do that in them right now, Lord. Infuse them with the power that comes from the Holy Spirit right now. Meet them where they are right now and fill them up, God. Let them know that they know you are right there and you're filling them up, God. And you're giving them a renewed sense. I can press on. I'm going to keep going on. Yes, I failed. Yes, I messed up. Yes, I might have thought a different way, but God tonight is reminding me who I am in Christ. God is reminding me tonight. He has a plan and a purpose for me. I don't have to quit. I don't have to give in to my circumstances. I can keep fighting the fight of faith. And I can know that nothing can separate me from the love of God. That God loves me. Nothing is bigger than Him. And he wants to fight for me. And I've got to let him. And I have to stop putting limits on, oh, he can only, or I can only. I've got to let God be God. And so I do that tonight as I surrender all. God, I thank you that they're surrendering all. They're surrendering their loved ones. They're surrendering their health. They're surrendering their physical state, their mind, God, they're, sur- they're, they're surrendering, God, their, their, their imperfections, their insecurities. They're, they're surrendering, God, the, the fear of what the future may hold. They're, they're, they're surrendering, God, God the, the fact that they don't know how they're going to do this. God, I thank you that right now you bring a sense of renewed hope. God, I pray that you would establish them right where they are. Let them know, God, that you you put them where they are on purpose and you want to fulfill something right there where they are as they move forward into what you have next for them. Let them continue to stand out and shine right where they are. God, thank you. Thank you for our special guest, God. Blessed Damaris, God, bless Pastor Joni Taylor, God, bless Janine, bless every person that has tuned in and joined us, God, for the conference this year. God, I thank you that we have heard you tonight and we surrender our lives afresh and we fix our eyes on Jesus. Amen. Amen. Tell me amen. You know what? Say amen in that comment area. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, I am a person of emojis. For those of you who know emojis, you could put hands lifted up, one hand lifted up. Amen. Amen. Remember, hashtag change your outlook. Resplendency's mission is to consistently grow your personal relationship with God prayerfully according to God's holy word. God wants us to remember to stand out and shine for Jesus. I want to know that each of you, how each of you were encouraged by this conference. And so it would it would mean a lot to me right now. If you subscribe to this channel, you put a thumbs up, make sure you hit the like button. Let me know if. Uh, um, also, stay subscribed to this channel. Uh, if you're not following us on all, any of our social media pages, make sure you do that today. Um, and and um, you know, we're also on TikTok. We're on Spotify. God is opening up these different doors that we can be a part of and use resplendency, and it's such an honor. So check those out as well. Um, we have a new time for our Sunday services. Um, And that's actually starting this coming Sunday, uh, August the 8th. I really don't want you to miss that. So starting August the 8th, this Sunday, we're going to be having our service now at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a new time that Resplendency will be right here live um, having our Sunday service. So I don't want you guys to miss that. Uh, We also still have our prayer meetings Tuesdays, every Tuesday. You all are welcome to join us for our prayer meetings Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time. Remember, you guys can share your prayer requests at any time, and we will definitely be praying for you. Pastor Chris and I are so honored. Uh, when you guys share your prayer requests and also share your testimonies God is doing so much and we love hearing from you we have Be Resplendent episodes now uh, twice a month on Thursdays and I don't want you guys to miss any of those as well Uh, remember you see everything right here on our YouTube channel so I want you to make sure hit that bell so you get all the notifications of, of everything that's taking place here um, also you know God has uh, given me a platform to write and I have a website let's take a moment.com. I would love for you guys to read my blogs you guys are also welcome to follow me at examine moments um, I wanna know how this conference impacted you there's so much that has happened I know God is even now doing his work in you I want to make sure that you don't rush on even when even when I close here don't rush his presence just take some time with him this evening okay make sure you really settle in let the word settle and, and soak in your heart okay um, that's how it grows on the inside amen amen so um, let me know. I want you to post about the conference. So on, you know, our social media pages. I would love for you to go to our resplendency wall. Make sure you con- you 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 share what happened tonight. I I think you know change, changing my perspective. I changed my perspective. Tell me. Write that down on the wall. You know, on on you could do that on Facebook. You could put a tweet out. Even on Instagram, you can put take a picture of yourself and write something and let me know what happened tonight. Make sure you tag Resplendency, um, Resplendency Inc., um, and doing that on all your social media uh, pages, on the social media pages, okay? And encourage other women. Maybe maybe they couldn't join you tonight, but this now, you can share this now with others because God wants to do a deep work in each of our lives and the importance of understanding the deep work of going from the inside and changing how we're seeing all things around us and understanding how big he is. So I want to invite you to invite others and tell them, will you come over? Let's have a party, a gathering of women. You know, you could do a gathering. Or you can, you know, just tune in now and share with them. I want as many people as possible to really be encouraged with this message. We really have prayed over this. We've, we've really uh, worked hard on this because every year, the, this conference, this women's conference, uh, God is really, he knits it all together. And I'm really thankful and honored. I'm honored to have you all with me. Um, I have a book of remembrance and for those of you that have come to my conferences, even last year I mentioned it because this is uh, done virtually right now. Um, I would love if you all would send me an email at contact at respondency.com. That's contact at And you can reference this is for the women's conference. Um, I changed my outlook. It changed my perspective and just write a little paragraph. Tell me how this conference has encouraged you. That would mean a lot to me because I love hearing from each of you as well. Amen? Because I know we're not in person, but I would love to hear how God is touching your life. And I want to know how we can further also Pray for you again. Contact at Respenacy.com. We believe here at Respondesy that God answers prayer. You know, we have t-shirts also on our bonfire page. Remember, I mentioned bonfire earlier. We have the women's conference t-shirts and cups, but we also have t-shirts that says pray and believe God. Because here at Resplendency, that is our foundation. That is, that is something that Pastor Chris and I truly, truly believe. That when we pray, God hears us. God answers prayer. And we have to be people of faith and trust. And I want to also give you an opportunity. Now, this has been a free conference. And I'm, I'm going to ask you to stand with us. I'm going to ask you to give us give something toward resplendency i'm going to ask you to sow into resplendency give give a seed into resplendency um let let, like support what god is doing here in jesus name so i'm going to ask you to pray right now there's a variety of ways you'll see that right now on your screen there'll be a variety of ways that you can give right now to resplendency and it will be a total blessing because as we felt led to make this a free event and make it open to as many as possible. But this, there is a cost here. And I'm asking you to give toward this work. Stand with us. Support what God is doing here at Resplendency in Jesus' name. I also want to let you know I'm super excited. because, um, And I want you to stay excited and stay connected. Because next year, we're going to have another conference together. And God willing, that's going to be again in August. So mark your calendars from now. It's going to be in August 2022. And I don't want you guys to miss any of that. So before I close here, I want to pray with you. Lord, thank you for every person that is able to give. I thank you that you bless them. I pray that you will continue to provide for them, meet their needs. And again, I ask you to seal everything you've done. I'm asking you, God, everything, the work that you have done in every life tonight. I thank you, Lord, that you will continue that work and, God, you will bring it to completion, God. You will continue to remind us of your word. You will continue to encourage us in your word that, God, you know the plans you have for us, that we are in your hands, that we take off the limits. And we know that you're bigger than everything, and so we trust you right now. So God, take care of every person, God, that's tuned in. Bless them, and God, bless the tithe and the offering that comes in. I really pray, God, that you will put it on the hearts to give, God, toward resplendency, Lord, and let them continue to support this work, Lord. This is all for you, Lord. We do this all for you, Lord, for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Thank I thank God for each of you. Thank you again for tuning in and being a part of this year's Women's Conference. Praise God. Hallelujah. Take some time right now and just worship God. Take in all that God has done tonight. Just tell him thank you. Thank you, thank you. And um, I'm going to tell you right now, always remember this, this is something we love to say here, I'm going to encourage you, let the word resound in your heart, and the meditation of your mind be stayed on the Lord, Okay, as we do this every day for Jesus, stand out and shine for Jesus Christ, God bless you, I love you.